Hello Voices, my name is Joe Choi and I'm a multi-award-winning voiceover and host of a voiceover's audio adventure podcast. A bi-weekly show where I learn about the voiceover and audio industry and share with you all the stories, tips and tricks along the way. Have you ever been watching TV and wondered why there's a person speaking at the end and beginning of every program? Well, look no further. Not only am I going to find out why, but I'm going to be finding out who they actually are. Well, one of them anyway. Today's adventure is about continuity announcers. A continuity announcer is someone who introduces the next program on the radio or television station. Historically, in the UK anyway, I remember hearing them on TV channels like ITV and Channel 4, but of course there's so many stations now that there's infinite outlets and opportunities out there. Today, I'll be speaking with the multi-talented Gemma McCarthy, presenter, host and most importantly, continuity announcer currently at E4 and Channel 4. I want to find out what it takes to become a continuity announcer, their day-to-day and more. Nice to see you. Nice to speak to you. I, I feel like I already know you. I know. We know each other already. That's the, that's the wonderful word, the internet. So yeah, thank, thank you Instagram. for joining me today. Um, I've got a lot to learn from you. So <laughs> I don't, I can't believe that's true. You're the award-winning pro. Well, just about, so. but yeah. Um, yeah. So today I just wanted to just ask you some questions about the world of continuity. Um, of course. So we'll jump straight into it because then we can just chat amongst ourselves nice. afterwards but um yeah as you know just wanted to get you to introduce yourself and let the people know who you are yeah so i'm Gemma mccarthy and i guess i'm a presenter um continuity announcer tr- tr- trying to be a vo <laughs> but yeah it's all kind of working out i'm freelancing in the world right yeah. now um which is a journey but mm. it's a very fun one yeah so you say you've done you've you know you're a presenter of West for all of the above. What made you go into the world of continuity? Yeah, so TV is something that I've always wanted to do forever, and it kind of feels like a brick wall, right? Like trying to get into the TV industry, it feels impossible. Like how, like what jobs are there for you? Especially if you're trying to do presenting, you're trying to do voiceover, you're trying to do something where you're actually like on the screen creating something fun. You don't, you don't know how to do it. Um, and then I literally saw an ad for it. Um, and I was like, you know what? I hadn't even considered continuity. I didn't even know that it existed. <laughs> I knew that like there were voices yeah, yeah. on telly, but you kind of, they kind of get lost in the background. Like, you know, they're there, but you don't really think too much of it. So when I saw the job advertised, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I'd like to do. Um, and that was it really. But TV is something I'd always wanted to do. Um, and this element of it, it just is kind of, it hasn't just fallen to me at all, but yeah, it, it was a surprise to me. Yeah. Okay. So you saw the advert wherever you saw it. Yeah. What was the hiring process? Because I would assume it's different from getting just a general voiceover job, you know, an agent, or you might see an advert, yeah, or fire, whatever. But this was, I would assume, a lot more rigorous in terms of the hiring process. Yeah, my understanding, because uh, so it's for Channel 4 that I do continuity and they're hiring again now. And I can see that there's so many people applying and there's it's quite a lot because people are messaging me like, what do I do here? Because <laughs> a lot of people don't understand what continuity is. Um, 
So the first thing you have to do, I saw this job advertised. It was actually a full-time job I saw advertised. And I believe that's how it works for most continuity. They have a core team. I think this is how it works for most, but for Channel 4, you have a core team of people. I think there's like six, seven of them. And they do sort of everything in the continuity bubble. And then outside of that, they hire a lot of freelancers. Okay. So the job that I saw was for junior continuity. Um, and that's the process I applied for. And there's actually a job going for that right now as well. Um, and it was a case of you had to send in three different types of audio. You had to do one for Channel 4, one for E4. And then you had to say what you love about uh, the channel and everything. Um, so once you've recorded that, sent that all in, um, there's the audition process which is a fun one. So you go into the Channel 4 building, um, sort of go downstairs to all the studios. And then they, for me, they said, you've got, I think it's 30 minutes and we want you to write these scripts um, for for all these different things. And they give you a whole paper full of programs that you'd never necessarily watched before. And you had to write these scripts out. Um, and they'd sort of test you, like they'd throw in words, like write an ident for this, like write end credits for that. So you sort of have to, figure out where it differentiates, um, write the scripts and then you go into the booth and record and you had, it was, that was a tense process <laughs> because there was like four people in the room okay. next door, like watching you do it. Um, and then they'd say, uh, we're going to throw like, so say the channel's gone off. Like this is a big thing. Cause when you do continuity, a lot of it is live. Um, and the channels do break down more regularly than you realize. So you have to be there to chat if the screen is black um, and so a big thing that they want is you to be able to be calm and professional under pressure. So in the middle of the whole process, they're sort of throwing that, oh, yeah, sorry, the black screen, blackout. <laughs> what are you wow. going to say? Or like, you know, something happens like if if a, a royal passes away or something like that, which, I mean, a lot of people that are in like the radio TV world, they know anyway, you have to have the bits and pieces ready for that. So, yeah, it's all included yeah. in the process. So I think it was like an hour and a half or something going in there. Um, so it's pretty, pretty full on. It was, yeah. yeah. And I think that you've got to know that if you're going to go for it, it's not just a case of turning up and chatting on the telly. You have to be able to write out your scripts as well. You have to, you do everything. Like you don't just do the, yeah, you don't just do the scripts and the talking. You do all the uploading and everything. So how much would you say that you, in terms of there's a lot of copywriting involved, how much of that did you know already compared to how much you had to learn and is there a formula to that kind of thing mm. or is it do you just throw your personality in there and basically do what you want kind of thing yeah I think it probably differs for all the channels but what channel four um has been saying all along is that they just want your personality to shine through they don't necessarily hire people from the voiceover world yeah. that's that was something that actually surprised me because I think that the voiceover's job is quite different to continuity job but they're they're all in it for the personality um so that was really nice um and yeah in terms of the script writing and stuff I had done a lot of stuff with writing before like I've done I worked in PR back a few years ago and um yeah I write a lot of content so I was familiar with that kind of territory of writing but never for TV yeah. for continuity so there's a lot of training involved which is great um because you know free training <laughs> yes exactly um and it's it's been great because they sort of look after you they send you around with all the different continuity uh people and i guess you can learn from each person every single person does it differently so one person will teach you one way and someone will teach you very different so which is yeah. nice because you know there's no one way of doing it you have to 
put your personality in, but there is also obviously like a set format. Like you want to get the tone of voice of your channel um, and you want it to be, you don't want to just be chatting a load of rubbish uh, for us, you know, like you know, at radio, you can chit chat yeah. all you want, but you've got 20 seconds on an ident for, for TV. So how, so so how do you deal, how do you deal with copy for a show that you've never seen before? Um, the, the beauty of the job um, is that you get, you get paid to watch TV. <laughs> Yeah, you go in there. Um, so, like, should I tell you, like, how yeah, a day yeah, tell looks? Me, Maybe that help. Day, yeah. So you'd go in and you'd open up the schedule of what's going to happen in the day, and you look at what programs are coming up. Usually, you'd you'd write if you're doing E4, for example. I'd go in, I'd write for the evening, so six p.m. through to midnight, whatever. Um, and the first thing you do is write out your scripts and part of that is watching the programs so you'd watch as much of the programs in advance as you can but you know sometimes if you're struck for time just like the first and last sort of 20 15 minutes but you get used to you know the more you do it the more you know the programs but a lot of them are one-off so you watch as much of them as possible you read up all the details because i mean you want it to be as though you actually know what you're talking about Mm. like Otherwise, anyone anyone could just sort of read the listing and just copy what you yeah. what you put there. Um, so you've got to make it your own flavor and uh, put your own personality into it. So you'd sit there, write out the scripts for the whole evening, and watch all the programs, which is really fun to be fair. Um, and then the afternoon, you'd spend sort of doing the recording. So if this was if this is pre recorded, I'm thinking, you'd spend the afternoon doing the recording. So you'd go down and um, each one at a time read out your scripts. Um, so maybe you spend a couple of hours doing the actual talking. So if you're someone that wants just a job chatting on telly, it's, you do do that, but it's only like, you know, a couple of hours. Yeah. The rest of it is all, you know, on the computer sort of office jobby, but in a fun way. Um, after you've done your recordings, it's then your job as well to sort of tag it all and upload it all to the system. So you have to make sure you've got like the right length because the last thing you want to do is chat for 30 seconds but your gap is 20 and then you're over speaking the program uh yeah <laughs> it's kind of scary. like how you have you allowed me- no i but you sit there and you're like how have you let me actually do this yeah. like do you know what i mean yeah. how have i got the authority to do this um and then before you even do all that you're checking in with legal you want to make sure of you're course. hitting all of the right points that uh you need to hit uh if you don't get the warnings out then you're going to go against ofcom and sometimes you want to check stuff because like, there's a lot of programs like Naked Attraction and stuff, and you put a script and it's a little bit risky. And sometimes mm. they're like, "Nah, you can't." So, so what? So what would happen? So okay, so most most times you're recording, you're you're creating the copy, you're recording the day before, then you tag it, you put it up. Mm-hmm. But what happens if you're strapped for time? Mm. Something's a bit like on the borderline of can I say this or can I not? There's no one mm-hmm. to ask. <laughs> what happens? Yeah, for me, I'm erring on the side of caution, okay. probably because I'm kind of new to it. Yeah. But you know, people that have been there for longer, you can you can usually tell if something feels a bit risky, you're better off not, because then Ofcom getting involved, yeah. you, you got to remember that you're the voice of the channel, channel yeah. even though there's like quite a few people there that doing the same job as you. For that day that you're on, like you represent the whole channel, so you've got. A, you got to do it right. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's just for the pre-recorded ones. The live ones, they're so much fun. That's for Channel 4. E4, sadly, we don't get to do live at the minute. But Channel 4, you know, you've got... It's it's a really fun job because you sit there, 6 o'clock, you know you've got your 30-second window to chat, and then a program lasts for like an hour. 
and you're just kind of like, you know, you're doing your odd bits on the computer, but technically you've then got an hour for yourself to, you know, prep for your next 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. of wonder. Yeah. So it's not, it's an odd one, but it it's high pressure at, at times. And then also like sometimes you can mellow out a little bit. Yeah. And enjoy. And how big is the team that you work with? Is it is it mainly you do you work with a team or is it mainly by yourself that you're working? So it the team has about I think eight-ish people that are core team, and then there's all the freelancers. Um you're pretty much working solo in terms of scripting and doing all the recordings. So you're in the booth on your own. Yeah, you're pretty much on your own most of the day, especially if you're live. But you work with the team. So once you've written all your scripts, especially um for channel four um like peaks and stuff it's very important that you're hitting the mark correctly so once you've written them all you'll go in a call with i think five different people from across like legal from marketing departments all different people that then check that everything sounds good and you're saying the right things sometimes you write a script saying like you know coming up tomorrow at five and then they'll look at it and be like actually this has been moved to tomorrow at six so you know small things like that to make sure because when it's tv there's so many people listening and they're not afraid to tweet um, to a roast. That's, <laughs> oh, they've told oh, me yeah. never look on Twitter yeah, yeah. when you're doing continuity because the people are not afraid to voice their opinions and they write in as well. They call up wow. like the complaints boards. Like there are a lot of little sados out there, you know, that like to comment on what everyone's doing. So a lot of precautions are put in place to make sure we're saying everything correctly and authentically and not hurting anyone's feelings. Like you've got to make sure... You don't insult anyone um, and you don't show favor to anyone. Like you can't mention any brands. You can't give undue prominence. So there's all different things that have to stay in your head that I never, never would have known before I applied to the job. I didn't think there was as much to it in terms of writing a script, but you have to keep so many different things in mind. Mm. What would you say um, you need to have to be a continuity announcer? Like what are the skills that you need? I think that script writing is a lot bigger one than I thought. You know, I mean, obviously you need to have a, a, I say a good voice. You need to have a clear voice that's going to cut through because it's not just like with radio, it's just kind of like the voice and then a bed. Whereas with the TV, you need to cut through like the music and the screen and the fact that no one's really paying attention to you. Like nobody's actually listening to the continuity announcers. They don't realize it. Like they're doing their own thing but you need to be able to grab their attention when they are not focused or actually necessarily caring about what you're going to say. So you need to have, you need to be able to cut through like that in terms of your voice. You need to be able to write scripts authentically and like with character and personality. You you need to be kind of like attention to detail because a lot of the job is doing the uploads and making sure you're tagging everything correctly. So there's um, a lot of admin, there's more admin involved than you think is whether yeah. I have to say that. Yeah, more than you think, which is actually so nice because then like you go in there and you know for the whole day you've created, there's there's nothing there and you've built solely on your own the script, the audio and you've uploaded it all, which is nice. It's a nice feeling, <laughs> but you need to be able to remember because there's lots of parts to it and you can't forget one part because then it will impact other people. Um, so yeah, you need, to, you need to have all of that. I think you have a good sense of humour because, you know, you don't, no one wants dry scripts. No one, wants dry script. no one wants a dry script. No one wants a dry script. So yeah, just um, and confidence is a big thing because you've got to, you've got to be able to sit there and you know you're going to go live. And even when you're live in your ears, people are counting down. People are having conversations in different like cities across the country. 
because it's all like linked. The TV, television studio, broadcast center, it's got all different channels and everything in there. It's a busy place. Um, so you have to be able to block that all out and be confident in yourself to know I'm going live right now, even though people are screaming over there and stressed out over here. You have to have the confidence to just go do your thing and not be distracted by everything that's going on. Another thing I wanted to ask, um, I know you do presenting as well. Do you think continuity has taken away from what you're able to do in your VO world and your presenting world? Or do you think it, it kind of helps it? I think it helps it a lot. I mean, I don't know how, in terms of VO, I always thought, okay, now that I'm with Channel 4 of Continuity, that's going to make it so much easier to get all these VO jobs. But it feels like quite a different world. I don't know if, if you would know anything about it, but it, I don't know that it's necessarily helped me in, from a VO perspective. Yeah. Um, but presenting 100%, just... Um, you know all the experience of going live and being yeah, able course, to yeah. yeah confidently do stuff on your own and to show you that you know you work with like a great brand like channel four it it definitely helps because you know that's the thing with a lot of presenting jobs people see the brands you've worked with and then they're like oh yeah great you know she's worked with this company and this company that must mean she's good that's why it's so hard when you're starting out and you've got no experience because you're up against people that have got names attached to them brands attached to them it's so tricky so i think i think it's definitely helped from that perspective but i'm not sure about the vo world have you ever branched into continuity it's something that i've looked at um Mm -hmm. but the the opportunities are very scarce um Mm. so when they do come around you've literally got actors presenters voiceovers all jumping on the same thing so like kudos yes. to you for getting that that slot you know thank it's, you it's it's very hard um and there's a lot involved as you as you said so that's it yeah. i think that um i have a friend that's joined since in channel four and the way i got in was through i applied to this full-time job and then i think i explained everything that i'm doing with my other jobs and they offered me a freelance role, which is oh, you know, perfect great. for me. I couldn't, I could not have wished for anything <laughs> more. Um, but my friends just joined, well, a new new colleague has just joined, and she got in, I believe, by just emailing and contacting and and LinkedIn messaging. Um, and I've heard that quite a bit from people, and I'm that's something I would do like with other channels. I mean, I I know the channel for they kind of encourage you that like you're a freelancer we're not going to say you can only work for channel four you you do you which is so nice but i understand like bbc and stuff i think they say you're solely you are ours (laughs) you're you're mine exactly so yeah i think that emailing around you don't have to wait like with presenting with everything i've never ever had a job come to me like i don't have an agent or anything i've never had someone come to me and say can you do this without me first sending however many emails doing something messaging someone so I think that's the same with continuity. You think there's no opportunities there, but you'd be surprised. Like the freelance pools, they they might hear your voice and be like, you know what? I'm not I've not got a Joe in the lineup. <laughs> well, that's that's good. You that's to, good to know that they are, you know, you know, the freelancing side of things. They do kind of encourage. So again, you know, as a freelancer, it's kind of that thing where you're fighting with, do I want to work a nine to five? Do I want to stay freelancer? And obviously, you want to be a freelancer, but. The, those yeah, kind of jobs i always thought of them as being nine to five or at least they're struct- yeah. more structured anyway so yeah i was surprised to mm. be fair how much of the team is made up of freelance because i think when you do something nine to five well it's not actually nine to five yeah, to yeah, be yeah, fair yeah. because yeah. peak shifts they end at like 11 o'clock but i think if you're freelance you're more keen to do the shifts that other people don't want to do like you know friday night if you do this job every single week 
if someone offers you a Friday night shift, you don't want to do that. But as a freelancer, if they say to me, can you come in on Friday night? I'm like, yes, I would love to, you know, because it's, it's, it's more of a, a novelty, you know. So I think that they like hiring freelancers. Yeah. More voices, exactly. more diversity. Exactly. It's important. Exactly. So what would you say is, you know, something that you've learned about yourself since you've started this role or since you've been in it that you didn't know before? I didn't know before. Um, I think you've just got a trust in your own personality and your own ability because there's no point. Like I, I think a lot of females do this as well. You just kind of, you do something, you'd be like, oh, is it good? Like, oh, I'm not sure if I did that well. But you've, there's no point. That doesn't help anyone. That doesn't help you. You need to be confident in what you're doing because there's not going to, especially as a freelancer, there's not going to be someone there all the time saying, well, pat on the back. Well done. You're doing good. You have to be confident enough to go in there and just trust that you're good. And I think that's something that I am still working on, but it's definitely got better. Like just go in there, do a shift, come out and be like, you know what, Gems, you've just recorded the whole day of audio for Channel 4. Yeah. You must be doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, self-belief, self-belief. it helps. Okay, It does help. And if there's anybody listening that would wants to get into continuity, is there any resources out there or is there any ways that they can maybe practice or learn? Yeah, I was quite surprised. I don't know who does this, but somebody out there clips up continuity from every single channel and puts it on YouTube, like every single link Serious. from like every channel. This is I'm an individual question- or a company? I don't think it's a company. I think it's wow. an individual. Yes, because if you just type in like, channel five continue do anything yeah. it will it will come up on youtube um so uh if you want to sit there and practice <laughs> then yeah. listen through to that but i think yeah just um asking people questions like for the job that's come up at channel four now people ask me all sorts of questions like how long's each link and what's the tone of voice and just ask away like anyone you can find linkedin's an easy place to find people because continuity is so random a lot of people don't know it exists and don't know that it's called continuity like if i didn't click on the link that when i saw channel four i only clicked on the link because it said channel four i didn't didn't know what continuity was until i clicked on it and read the description i was like oh this is a great job so yeah finding out what is it exactly you want to do continuity type that into linkedin find the people and ask the questions like it's going to be a different answer from everyone but the general gist you know it's all pretty pretty similar. So yeah, ask people, listen to your podcasts um, and listen to the telly. Don't, you know, think is it really a fit for you? So say if a job came up at like, I don't even know, like Discovery Channel or something. I don't know a lot about that stuff and I am not the target audience. So am I really going to apply there? Like, am I going to do it justice? Probably not. Whereas when I'm talking on Channel 4 and E4, I actually love the programs. I actually love the channel, the tone of voice. Like It just works. And I think that, that people, when you apply to places, it kind of, you can see if it's going to work or not. You can see if you actually do a good job of like representing the channel, you know? Yeah, so. I will put some links down below anyway. Um, I'll, I'm going to find that YouTube. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to put it down below. So, find yeah. the YouTube. I'm trying to think what else. Because, I mean, I didn't know anything before I joined. So I think that, that that's a message, you know. If you um, if you see a job and you think, well, I didn't know this existed. I don't necessarily have the skill set. Because I had never done continuity before. You can still apply because then you draw in your... You draw in your attributes from elsewhere. Like I've done lots of writing in a previous job. I've done lots of 
chatting on like radio and it kind of you know they like that I think they like that more necessarily than someone that just has a great voice luckily you've got personality well, and a great well, voice so you'll about. be all good <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying but to wrap it up um have you got anything going on that you want the people to check out or search for oh, you I mean thank you what have I got going on you've I mean got a lot always, going on always, tell the world um, tell them stop being humble <laughs> always tune in channel 4e4 uh the thing is when you're live it's kind of scary for people to be listening but yeah yeah listen in channel 4 and e4 west side radio at the weekends the get up with goss and crew is the best and yeah i'm all over the place bit of lad bible here and there bit of the hook fun things um i can plug my instagram at Jim mccarthy <laughs> yeah thank you well thank you for your time Gemma. it's been a blast and um yeah Hopefully, thank you. Hear you for a long time to come on TV, and you. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Oh, nice one. I appreciate it. So, what did I learn from today's conversation? Continuity announcing isn't just about having a good voice. To be honest, it's secondary. You have to be attention grabbing, and most importantly, yourself. Personality is definitely one of the main attributes to standing out from the crowd. The role is very script heavy and you will be expected to be able to write your own. A good understanding of copyright is a great attribute to have. If you can work independently, under pressure and have attention to detail, then it's something you should look into for sure. You have to be able to think on your feet as elements of the role could be life. So definitely not for the fate of heart. As always, I'd like to give a big shout out to the guest. Thank you, Gemma, for the really insightful chat. And I hope it has given everyone the clarity and maybe even sparked an interest into the world of continuity announcing. If you're still not sure, I want to learn more. I have included some useful resources as usual below. And don't forget, you can always reach out and ask me any questions. Okay, another one down. See you in the next adventure. Bye.